few seconds, rather. And Gord, sometimes my kid just shows up. He needs no a, problem. A dinosaur before bed. So if there's a small child that <laughs> randomly shows up, don't be too freaked out. No worries. No worries. You're live on Twitch now, right? I am clicking it. We're going live right now. Okay. I hosted you a few minutes ago. Hopefully it'll carry Perfect. on. Appreciate yeah, it. I was going to stream zombies, and then I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Not today. <laughs> hard, hard I'm actually going to be streaming right after this. I still haven't picked what I'm going to... Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to be playing next, but... Yeah, this is uh, just the start of my day, basically. Oh, man. <laughs> my work yeah, day, I anyway. Yeah, I in the other day watching you play Stardew, I believe. I picked Stardew oh. up, and I still haven't played it yet. I yeah, got I into have. it and never like kept going. I was like, I, I think I played Wolfenstein or something. Is what happened. <laughs> Hang on a second. I'm getting doubled audio somewhere. Uh oh. It might be if you have your Twitch because we we went live. Yeah, let me just shut down oh. all my browsers for sure. Yeah, I I just end up muting everything. <laughs> Oh, I think that took care of it. Okay, I got rid of one of my browsers. All right. Let's... <clears throat>Welcome to the Frank and Culture Podcast, your weekly video game podcast with news, reviews, and opinions on the industry today. I'm your host, Steve Picorni, joint as always. Hey, that's better than a drugstore By toy. Levi. That's me. I'm Levi. You just shared the I'm stream. Not a and I got, I got double Levi, because I got you waving <laughs> and you in the chat. Also, Stackhouse. What's going on, guys? Extra special guest this week, though. Uh, Gord McLeod. Gord, how's it going? Uh, it's going great. Thanks for having me on, folks. Uh, so I found you, I believe, we go we go on these kicks <clears throat> where it's like, I'm just going to play No Man's Sky nonstop. And I believe I found you the first time playing No Man's Sky. And then yep. uh, Boulder's Gate came out. And you were playing that while at the same time I was yep. playing. And our gaming tastes really align a lot. So I really uh, I really appreciate you coming on. Where can people find your streams and your socials? I am over on Twitch at Gord McLeod. That's G-O-R-D-M-C-L-E-O-D. The last name everyone gets wrong, so yeah, that's <laughs> fine. Um, Twitter, it's Gord McLeod TTV. Although if you forget that and just use my Twitch... Uh, that's still me. I just have both accounts. So, yeah, those are my two main. It's really just uh, Twitch and Twitter. I do have, like, Instagram and stuff, but I don't really pay too much attention to those. It gets to be way too much. Yeah, it's... I'm looking at doing maybe a little more on YouTube, but... Uh, there's so much to do just with Twitch alone, and then Twitter, and then... I don't know how people have the energy to do, like, you know, they do Instagram, they do Discord, <laughs> they do TikTok, they do... Who knows yeah. what else? It, it's a lot. It's a lot. I agreed. Uh, I basically gave up my personal Instagram because it's just like, <laughs> what am I doing this for? <laughs> like, <laughs> just another headache when uh, it's all content. You know, we always have to be producing content. Yep. All but content. It, and then you've also got to just, you know, navigate the algorithm. Oh, yeah. Yes. And it's always screwed. Yep. It, once once you the worst was um during the elections here they really uh they essentially disabled hashtags so like you could be hashtagging the hell out of your posts and people just not seeing them because like so much misinformation and propaganda it, it's it's crazy it's got it really ruined yeah it really messed with social media out here it was it's yeah it's still scuff pretty much <laughs> yep well, let's get so into yeah that's it 
Yeah, dude, I am again. I'm super excited to have you on. Like, I really dig your uh, streaming style and uh, the, all the different games you play. Stackhouse primarily plays Destiny and Final Fantasy. So well, wait, wait. <laughs> I know I'm early, but did you see my list? <laughs> no, that, let's get into it right now, Stackhouse. What have you? Uh, what have you been playing? Ladies and gents, boys and girls, for the first time in almost years now, there's no Destiny Two on my list for the week. <laughs> not a single ounce this week but i did i did hop into final fantasy for a little bit um forza still playing some forza horizon 4 i played and finished the medium the past couple days and i got a review copy for a game called turrican flashback which is actually four of the turrican games i've never heard of this series but it's been fun it's been a good time and i'm gonna have a review up for that <clears throat> probably tomorrow evening but Medium was really good. Did you really, really did fun you game. credits? Did you complete medium? I did. I did complete medium last night at like two in the morning. Jeez Louise. Yeah, dude, wow. I was dedicated. I was like, I need to get it done. I can feel it. We're towards the end. It's actually really good. Um, I know that that's I'm pretty sure the first exclusive that came to Xbox now for the next gen group. Really fun. It's not like super, super scary, but it's not not scary. It's got a good atmosphere to it. Keeps you on your toes. And if you guys do follow our Instagram, you'll see that I did get jump scared quite bad <laughs> early on in the game. But it's really good, and I recommend anyone with an Xbox. If you have Game Pass, especially play it. It's on there. That's how I played it. I played it on PC. Um, definitely recommend it, though. Team yeah, I haven't been following the Xbox as much. Oh, no. You haven't? No, but uh, I'm really curious about it because it looks good. It looks really good. It does. So this is from uh, Team Bloober, and they did that Blair Witch game that uh, we played, uh, man. Two years ago? I have no idea. Quarantine has ruined, <laughs> ruined the world, Yo, too. dude. So, so I, this I isn't just, like I'm not going to spoil anything. Ago. I'm not going to spoil anything. There is a dog part, and I knew they made this game. So I was like, come on, dude. Don't do this to me. <laughs> The dog lives in uh, Blair Witch. It does, but it's still like, I don't like hearing dogs whimper in pain. <laughs> so it's like, oh man, come on. Yeah, I'm looking at, that's really like, their last two games I feel like were, were heavy They're hitters. like big, yeah. yeah. They did another game called Layers of Fear 2, but. I oh, know. that was another pretty big one. I they totally forgot Observer. about that game. I had heard of, uh, they did Observer. And I had heard of that. Uh, I don't know about that one. Played. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people stream the Layers of Fear games and Observer. Yeah. yeah. They were really, really big when they were new. I've never heard of them. <laughs> I, Layers of Fear, yeah. I remember watching many streamers and a lot of like big-name YouTubers play that game. Yeah, I don't play a lot of horror games myself, but I follow a lot of people, apparently, that do. And so <laughs> Layers of Fear has just been everywhere. When you know When they came out, all of my friends were playing those. Damn, I might have to check well, these out. Oh. Honestly, yeah. so far, I would say that they got they're they're all pretty good hits then from that group. Well, with a name like Bloober, you need to make sure you're <laughs> dialed in on what you're doing. Yeah, it's true. Um, <clears throat> no, April saw the April. My wife saw the clip of you getting jump scared, and now we're gonna have to play that. So, dude, I I hundred percent recommend it, especially because you have Game Pass. There's no reason not to. I do. We're big, Gord. We're big uh, Game Pass guys over here. Yeah. I have it. I've had it for the last year or so. I'm kind of <laughs> on the fence right now, though. I don't know. We'll have to see because I use it only on PC, right? So yeah, I'm. That's yeah, what I do so. too. Because I don't even own an Xbox. I yeah. literally only use it for the games on PC. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't have. A, I have a 360. I haven't turned on in probably 15 <laughs> years. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like my PlayStation 4. <laughs> I saw on uh, Twitter some guy just randomly posted his 360 just red ringed of death. Oh, that's why I haven't turned mine on in that long. It's one of the absolute original generation. I'm convinced oh. if I ever turn it on again, it's gonna red ring. Yeah, All right. It's oh like my the, god, uh, it's like the cat in the box. Yep. <laughs> Schrodinger's Xbox. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Uh, Gord, what have you been playing? 
Oh god, I've been playing so many things lately. We talked a little bit about Stardew Valley. I've been playing a lot of that the last little while with the 1.5 update. I've been doing some Cyberpunk 2077. A little bit dodgy with the uh, PS4 version. But I'm lucky enough to have a PS5, so I run it on that, and it's a lot better. Awesome. I've been playing Watch Dogs Legion. I've been playing my first ever Pokemon game on the Switch, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Like, uh, not just my first on the Switch, my first ever. So I'm kind of just dipping my toes in that world. And I've been playing a bit more lately of Civ Six with the New Frontiers expansion that came out last year. Or the Season Pass, I should say. Civ Six is another one of those games where Levi and I will just, hey, let's play some Civ, and then it's like three o'clock in the morning, and we've been playing for <laughs> for <Yep>. eight hours. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Steve, like he said, Steve and Levi will literally go into a game, like, oh, let's try it, and then come out two months later, completely like, <laughs> oh, we've got, we've beaten it, we've gone through all these things and all these adventures. Civ Six is yep. great though because it, it changes, it changes so much. Yeah. Yeah, I really love what they've done with it. I mean, I've been a fan of the series since the very first one way, way back. I don't even want to say how many years ago now because it's too depressing. But 6 is such a highlight for the whole franchise. It's just beautiful the way they've spread everything out on the map. And uh, it's just replayable to the hilt. I um, <clears throat> I remember playing my first Civ game. It was the port uh, for the 360. And that like yep. got me into it, and then like trying to play it on any crappy laptop that I had, and just like, God, they're such great games. Civ Rev, right? Civ- Civilization Revolutions. It was. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought so. It it handles perfectly, and I believe there was online multiplayer. So playing with other people, um, I really dug it. So Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. I have also been playing that. I've been playing it on. Uh, Xbox One, I'm sorry, Xbox Series X. Um, There you go. (laughs) I fucked the names up. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like, so I haven't played any of it since the the huge update that just came out. And then I was reading that there was, I'm right at a mission that could become unplayable. The the Nakamura. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly the one. I so, was lucky. I'm beyond that a fair ways now, so I don't have to worry about that one. So I didn't want to, like, boot it up to play, and then mostly what I've been doing is side stuff anyway. Just kind of yeah. map clearing. Hey, that's better than a there is a ton of toy. It. Uh, I'm a hu- I really like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it had one of the worst launches in living memory, as far as I can tell, and yet it's such a fun game. And uh, you might be interested to know they have patched the patch. They're That's up what to, I read too. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that should be taken care of now. You're pretty much good to go. But it it is such an entertaining game. I really, really like it. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of problems, and sadly, the patch. The biggest problem as a PlayStation player that I've had is that I do get the occasional crash, like at least once a stream, sometimes as many as four times, it'll oh. crash on me. Oh, wow. So that is a bit of an issue, but that's really the only kind of game stopper. The rest of it is just, you know, really little stuff, at least that I've experienced. Because I guess the PS5 being so much more powerful than the 4, it smooths over a lot of the issues the PS4 yeah. guys have. So... I'm just having a blast with it. It's so good. It's so much fun. We uh, we know a guy that was trying to play it on PS4 and said it was unplayable. Like, yeah, he got stuck in some missions um, and just like the the glitches and again the crashing. Um, yeah. Also, man, Watch Dogs Legion. I completely forgot I have that. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. It that one's an interesting one. It was. On the one hand, it's also ridiculously fun, but on the other hand, the great appeal of it, being able to basically play with the entire city of London and everybody who lives in it, also makes it a little bit forgettable because nobody really stands out enough. Exactly. That was my exact point a couple of weeks ago. Like, Yeah. And <clears throat> did you play it on PS4 at all before you switched over to PS5? Yeah, yeah, I got it on PS4, I played it for a while on that, and then I loaded up my save and continued on PS5. The the just the difference in switching from character to character from PS4 to PS5, I'm sure, is the same as Xbox to Xbox. Like mm-hmm. it, trying to do it on an Xbox One was like 
a task. Like you'd switch and it would be like two, three minutes later. And now in Series X, it's almost instantaneous. Um, yeah. And it does open the game up a lot more. But yeah, like I don't have any, I don't have any chips in with any of these characters because it's like, well, if you die, I'm just, I have like 10 others. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm having a lot of fun with that one, but it's, it's not one I go back to all the time because I have the same problem. I just kind of forget about it. Yeah. You know? You know, it's really easy to pick back up and you get back into it and you have a good time, but then you don't really feel the pull to get back in and actually finish the story. No, I, yeah, I haven't at all. Because um, when was the last time that you played it, Steve? Oh. It's been a while now because usually you have it in the list, but it's not, yeah. it hasn't been here for it's probably been about almost a month, a month probably. Yeah. 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 Um, also, I have someone in, in chat here that wanted me to say something for you. Um, I have a mod from Gord here, Ar Arnor, Arnois. Aranor. Wanted me to say Aranor. He said, um, "He's old enough to have seen Sandform for the first time," is what he says in my chat. <laughs> Damn, dude, uh, your mods are vicious, Gord. <laughs> yeah, Aranor and I, uh, we we have history going back a long time. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Long enough. Just, to, I wanted uh, to make sure that I got that one out for you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Of course. Of course. I would expect nothing less. <laughs> <laughs> um, in your first Pokemon game, I I think I'm right there with you. I don't think I, aside from like, um, Pokemon Go, I don't think I've played a Pokemon game. Like that really? was yeah, yeah. Same with me. I'd played like maybe five or ten minutes combined to Pokemon Go over the last few years when I just opened my phone, literally sitting right here, and I'd catch a few and close it and forget <laughs> it for a year or two. That was my only experience, but I'm actually really enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. I'm going to uh, probably sink into one of the more in-depth titles after I'm done with Let's Go. You know what? I'm so. I'm lying because I'm hyped for Pokemon Snap uh, because I played the original Pokemon oh. Snap. Okay. But yeah, I'm curious about the new one. I'm excited about it. Yeah. I, uh, it, it could be almost a ripoff and I'd probably still play it. <laughs> oh, totally. I loved Pokemon Snap as a kid. Chad is talking about if uh, if there was a prime character that you could do quest lines for in Watch Dogs, that it would be a little more interesting. I agree with that too. Yeah, like any game yeah. that doesn't have like a a center character for you to care about or something like that, or like not or dislike it, it struggles. That makes you struggle with it for sure. Like, yeah, and I'm you surprised have to they have you in. Yeah, like the, even. They have their kind of defined bad guys, the leaders of the organizations you're fighting against, but they really haven't put all that much effort into defining who they are and giving you a chance to hate them. It's it's just a really strange game. You're almost you're you're almost just supposed to hate them for what they're doing because it gets into a lot of like human trafficking and like this yeah. and that. But when you change a character right after doing one of those missions and it's like, "Right, this will be fun." It's like we just came off a super heavy storyline where they were trafficking like immigrants. Like what is happening here? It, it's, it's totally deaf for just having the ability to change characters. Like there's no, there's nothing in the code to be like, Hey, after this mission, maybe don't say that. Like, Yeah. Yeah. It's a very strangely written game. I almost kind of see it as, a little bit like No Man's Sky in a way where it will make a fantastic prototype for better games to come down the line. You know, if people take the kind of technology they use to build this game and do, you can recruit anyone everywhere, but then actually go ahead and do really good stories and really good characters. That's what I want to see. And that's what this could eventually lead to, I think. I've been waiting. Uh, did you play any of the like uh, Shadow of Mordor games? I never finished it, but yeah, I did play Shadow of Mordor. That was really fun. That Nemesis system, I thought, would be perfect for like a Batman game, or like oh god, yes, like any, like just do something with it. And I feel like we haven't seen anything done with it other than those two games. And it's like, please, please do something with this technology. Bring it well, back. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that could still happen, though. Those games, I mean, I know in streamer time, we're kind of thinking, yeah, those games were ages ago, but <laughs> that was only a couple of years. You know, yeah. They need time to it, actually build new games. Yeah. It's crazy how how far that hasn't been, actually. When I think back, it's like, oh, man, that was years and years ago, and it's not been that long. Well, the second one came out maybe two or three years ago. So, yeah, like, figure. Yeah. And I think there was, like, probably five years between the other two. Was it that old? Is it really? Hang on. It can't be that old. I had a moment like this. uh, Shadows of Mordor. Shadows of Mordor. 2014. Wow. Wow. Really? Holy shit. (laughs) Never mind. That is pretty fucking far back now. Yep. I take it back. (laughs) Oh. Seven years. Other studios need to be getting on this. And you know what? There was only three three years in between the other, the second one. Because that one came out uh, 2017. But yeah, man. Oh. 2014. Fuck. Oliver wasn't even born yet. <laughs> uh, and on Oliver the other Drake. extreme, uh, I didn't put it on the list, but I've also been playing Assassin's Creed Origins. You know, the first Assassin's Creed game came out only, what, like 10, 11 oh, years dude. ago? Yeah. There's been so many of them. It's They just rapid fire that point. series. <laughs> yeah. They, they went overboard with it for sure. Because I used to be a huge fan of that series. I played... Everything from one to I think Black Flag was in between four, but I love four. Black Flag. Yeah, we know that's your favorite <laughs> one. We know it is, and I it actually like I loved that series so much, and then they just kept going and going and going. Where I was like, oh man, I need to take a break, and I've actually struggled to get into the newer ones that are supposedly really really good. Yeah, Odyssey Origins and... is the first one. Yeah, um, Origins Odyssey and um, Valhalla. Valhalla. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah, only played play Origins so far, but yeah, if I haven't touched can... the series since two. Origins oh, is yeah. the one that got me back into it. Honestly, Black Flag is a pirate one, and it's great. <laughs> it, it <laughs> People really, keep telling me it really it it changes like what what the what those games kind of are, and the fact that you can like build a ship and like just sail out and try to hunt giant white whales and. Man, it, was it, it is for the time. It is great, but I know that a lot of people didn't like that sailing mechanic. <laughs> You're kind of tempting me to want to go back and play that at some point now. <laughs> it's so good, dude. It, I, I'm with Steve. I recommend it. It was a fun game. Hundred, especially if it's available on PC, because I feel like I'm sure it is. There's mods available to kind of keep the graphics up. Yeah, I'll have we... to see if that's one of the ones that I own. <laughs> dude, so Uh-oh. like. I remember um, trying to buy it off a security guard at our old job because I didn't think I owned it. And yeah, no, I still had a copy of it. <laughs> well, thank God. Hang on. I got, a, I got a good question here. Gord, if you had to put a number on it, how bad is your back catalog of games? I can actually tell you because of GOG's feature that does your entire library. <laughs> Discounting, you know, the pre-Steam days. I've got about... Uh, let me actually look at it. This is maybe this is a bad idea. <laughs> One thousand six hundred and thirty-four. Damn. Oh my. Now Levi is sitting at probably like three thousand. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No. I I remember Stackhouse. We have a huge bag catalog because we bought that like. Oh, dude, that's not. We don't want to talk about that. That whole like bundle <laughs> pack that was like seventeen hundred yeah. games. Oh geez, that yeah, they that, were, yeah. I I have that too. That's not counted. Yeah, no, because it's like a whole different thing. Uh, yeah, but that's like very, very like low budget games. Like those are like one level, two level, maybe a demo. There. there is some good ones, but I, a lot of them when you go down that list are like just trial games that people made to put out for like a lot of the stuff in that bundle. They weren't even video games too. There's a lot of There's asset a, packs and yeah. stories and books and things like that as well. So it's just a file of nonsense. <laughs> hey, there's some good stuff in there. Yeah. What have you been playing, Levi? Uh, the usual. Uh, <laughs> Minecraft still with the gang. Uh, we've got a pretty full server now, which is nice. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone and Zombies I've jumped into. Uh, the usual PUBG. Uh, I started playing this game called Spellbreak which is just a 
magic version of PUBG with gauntlets and lightning and fire and stone and Ghost actually really liked that game. It's actually I think he's the one that turned yes turned me onto it. Well, yeah. he was the reason I pulled the trigger on getting it because it's free, so you don't need to even oh. buy it. So the EA launcher and it's crossplay on Steam, EA, Xbox, you know, whatever. So the usual, the usual. Uh, still tinker around with Tetris ninety nine, chasing that win that I can never get. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, have I've you played any more uh, Mario thirty five? I was just about to say I didn't put that no. on my list, but I was playing it the other night. Actually, that game's great. Still haven't won. Come yeah, on, I haven't played that for a while, but you, you play, it, play it a little bit more before it goes away. Yeah, it's like it goes away soon. Oh, I didn't know that. But then, uh, yeah, I'm doing that review copy of Airborne Kingdom, the city builder. Oh, wait, so, so that that game came out a while ago, but they hit me up because they have uh, an expansion coming out. Um, Gord, oh, have you that. heard of Airborne Kingdom? I want to say I have, but I can't place it. You might need to tell me a bit more. It, it, it's, it uh, might be up your alley uh, if if you like the Civ games, Levi. Go, please. Oh yeah. Oh, it's it's just a basic city builder, but it's based in the sky. So you you start with a <clears throat> platform, and you even have to build uh, properly so you don't tilt your blimp essentially. So it adds a little layer to that, uh, but it's your it's your so far I'm seeing it's your basic point and click uh, resource gathering and people making sure everyone's happy and whatnot. It's not bad by any means, but I like, really uh, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I have heard of that one. I remember reading a little bit about it just recently. Uh, it's, those are great fun things. Yes. Yeah. Oh no, that's the uh, you put it on a podcast or something, you just click away. <laughs> but like, I'm not overly impressed with it like i think Frostpunk was the last city builder i played that i thought was like great you were really into that one yeah but this one's just it, it's it is it's gonna be a, a time waster if you just want to try something new are you um, just mad that you I'm, can't starve and make people slaves in this like you did in Frostpunk? <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't know yet <laughs> i haven't played that much. <laughs> um but it, it adds a uh the story element to it is interesting and I haven't uh, gotten much into it to know more, but how they're doing the game and getting people onto your blimp uh, has been interesting so far. So the story aspect, I'm looking forward to playing forward more. But nice. Yeah. Cause you can even like yeah. dock on ground. Right. And like, yeah. So settlements and stuff. That's how you get people to join you. But I in the the prologue, the beginning of the game, it talks about other factions and stuff. So I don't know if there's going to be uh, territories <laughs> that you have to take over or anything. Dog like fights that, with but... your airship, yeah, villages. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that I've definitely playing. sounds like something I got to check out. <clears throat> yeah, like I remember um, <clears throat> receiving the info on that stuff and being super interested in it at the time. And then, like, I don't, I think we just had too much going on. And then, like, it popped back up, and I was like, oh, yeah. Like, let's – we need to play this. Um, like Levi said, just been playing some Minecraft. Um, we actually – yeah, I got a bunch of people on that server now. Uh, still playing Lego Jurassic Park with Oliver. Um, that was a great one, though. That game is really, really good. It's it, – all the Lego. I'm a huge Lego game fan. Um, they do a great job, and I think yeah, there's like do. another. I think there's another Star Wars one coming out. I think I saw. Yeah, the entire Skywalker saga. Apparently, every movie they're going to just do the entire thing as one game now. <laughs> that's pretty sick. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's on my list. Yep. Um, played. Uh, well, I can actually talk about it this week. So Tohu, uh, I played last week, and that's like a point-and-click puzzler in the animation, super cute. I really enjoyed that game. Uh, if you're like a puzzle player, like a puzzle game player, or you enjoy point-and-clicks, um, Tohu was really cool. I think it was only like $13. Uh, it's, uh, better or worse than Leisure Suit Larry? I'm going to go ahead and say better. <laughs> 
<laughs> better? Only slightly. Oh, there's no there's no tender ripoffs and that COVID. the one that I played was a good time. I remember you raging because you couldn't figure Dude, out the part. I was so pissed because there was a part I couldn't figure out. I <laughs> could not for the life of me figure that one out. I grew up on all of those Sierra games, Leisure Suit, Larry King's Quest, Space <laughs> Quest, all of them. They were amazing. It's it's crazy how they went from like King's Quest to Leisure Suit Larry, like Oh, if you dive into the history of the company, they had one literally called Soft Porn Adventure before they did King's Quest. <laughs> Which later on went to become Cinemax. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the uh, oh my God, it's going to drive me crazy if I can't pull his name. The, basically, the creator of Laser Shoot Larry, I, I believe, is still alive and is still like. Yeah, he is. Al Lowell. Yeah, Al Lowell. Yeah. I never played one of those before until we had gotten a review for it. And Steve's like, here, play this. And I was like, I've never played a point and click other than like scary jump scare point and click games on the internet. So I start playing it and I'm like, what is this? And I get into this one part of the one part of the game where I go in a store and there's just dildos <laughs> all over the fucking walls. Like, oh, what the fuck am I playing, guys? Um in in one of the earlier ones, if not the first one, if you don't pick up like a ticket there. There's an aspect of the game where if you don't pick it up at all and you continue on, you just die. Like that's how unforgiving those games are. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Christ. Those, it was more common in King's quest and space quest, I think, but they put a lot of effort into giving you all kinds of funny and creative ways to die in those games. So that was <laughs> very, very on brand for them. Uh, in Sackhouse, there's another one coming out soon. I know. We talked about it, and I said I'd do it. So I get them on. Wet Dreams Don't Dry 2, maybe? Might be I think because Wet called. Dreams Don't Dry is the one that I played. Okay. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> Creative hey, guys, dude. That's better than a drugstore yep. so, toy. Yeah. yeah, I don't think the new ones have very much connection to the original people who made the like the classic series, but I've never played any of the newer ones. I don't think you're missing so. anything. Uh, Stack, yeah, yeah. We, already, we already missed the release of it's wet dreams dry uh, twice. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I'm not buying. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I need you to buy that. <laughs> we need to follow up. <laughs> uh, and then I played a game that we'll have a review for out later this week: uh, Werewolf: The Apocalypse Earthblood, um, which is based off of uh, some White Wolf RPG. A tabletop game um yeah so world of darkness stuff that's the same sort of era as the vampire the masquerade and all that i always think of uh white wolf because i used to watch wwf and gangrel was trademarked by white wolf but he was like the name was a wrestler in wwe so <laughs> that's my what the uh, hell it's a whole thing stack you give people bloodbaths, but I'll have a review for that uh, later this week. I believe it comes out. It's here on the list. Uh, the fourth. And then that brings us to releases for the week. <clears throat> February 2nd, we have Control Ultimate Edition on PS5 and Xbox Series X. Cultist Similar Simulator uh, Initiate Edition on the Switch. Also on the 2nd. Uh, on February 4th, <coughs> Uh, Werewolf the Apocalypse, Earthblood, PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, the fifth, we have Kinetic Edge on PC. Neo Remastered, uh, Complete Edition, Neo 2, Complete Edition, Neo 2 Remastered. All of that's coming out on PS5, PS4 uh, on the February 5th, and the Neo Collection also on the February 5th. And Ampersand on PC, February 6th. Ampersand was, it's like a weird over the top. It, it's very like throwing me old vibes of like an Atari game of sorts. Ampersand. Oh, oh yeah. I'm just bummed that there's no Stadia releases. <laughs> Still. Well, you be it like yeah, it's weird. It looks like a more <clears throat> modern version of an old Atari style game. Like a it's weird looking. 
You know, and we're going to jump ahead and a story. We're going to get into news, Levi. Oh, do, 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 Putting him on the spot there. <laughs> I know. This came out swinging. With uh, Control Ultimate Edition coming out, um, some PS5 owners are calling for refunds because it's available on uh, PlayStation Plus. It's coming from Eurogamer. Um, some fans say they purchased the Ultimate Edition alongside their PS5 and have never downloaded or played Control on PS4. The Ultimate Edition, as you may recall, is in the recent uh, version of Control, which unlocks with the new next-gen on February 2nd. Now those fans, who in some cases double-dipped on a second copy of the game to get its next-gen upgrade, have asked for their purchase to be refunded. Since <laughs> the first time they will get to play it on PS5 will be the same day it launches via PlayStation Plus. Uh, usually, I, I think, I think it, for the most part, gamers are crybabies. But I a hundred percent agree with this. This is pretty crazy. I, I kind of agree. Like maybe about seventy five, not a hundred percent. The only difference being the the only real, uh, you know, catch being, if you were to ever unsubscribe from PS Plus and you actually bought the game, you would get to keep it. So there's that. That's a very good point. Um... Yeah. I know with PlayStation, a lot of people, you know, that's their multiplayer. So they keep the subscription. So it's not an issue for most of them. But it's, but if you ever yeah. didn't pay it, like if you ran it like, oh, I don't want to pay for it anymore. Da, 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 you'd still be able to play your game. Yeah, exactly. Because it would actually be your game. Yeah. I don't I do know. Th- I mean, I do think at that point, though, if 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 you wanted to play it, you then you could go and buy it. I it is, it's odd that, like, because it wasn't a thing like, hey, for Bethesda games now, we know launch day, it's also going to be on Game Pass. Like, unless you really want to buy it, buy it, but it'll be available on Game Pass. It's more like, this to me reads like, hey, Control's going to come out, Control's going to come out, pre-order, pre-order, and then, oh, hey, it's going to be on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, I do think that they waited that's the part a that's a long. bit scummy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they actually pushed sales of the game and then afterwards said, oh, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a little weird. Um, Gord, I know you mentioned uh, the whole multiplayer on PlayStation. What do you think of all that uh, Xbox nonsense that happened last week with the them trying to raise the price on Xbox Live and then coming out and making oh, it boy. free to play free-to-play <laughs> games? <laughs> Oh, wow. I I don't know the details of that, but man, I have to at least give them credit for backtracking so quickly on it after people <laughs> were outraged about it. I mean, they only took about a day, right? The next day was when they came out and were like, no, hey, yeah, never mind. it was hours. It, they released oh, okay. it at think, nine yeah. o'clock that night. I okay. knew it was fast. I didn't realize it was that fast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, they like woke up, sent out the press release, and before. They left for the day. <laughs> <laughs> they changed their mind. Like, oh, never mind, guys. Hold on. Well, companies are going to make missteps. I mean, they're all people, right? So, Well, I think it was poorly executed, but they had an idea. I wasn't aware though, that they were the only platform that you couldn't play the free-to-play games without I, buying their subscription. I was not. I didn't that. know that either. Neither did I, actually. So, like, Warzone is the best example is on PlayStation and PC, you can just download Warzone and play it with your friends. But uh, on Xbox, you still had to have Xbox Gold. But they even reversed that. So that's a plus. Well, yeah, that's definitely good progress then. A lot of of people were saying that it was a move they were going to make anyway because of uh, Xbox Infinite or Xbox Halo Infinite. Um, oh. coming out, and they're going to have a separate multiplayer mode that will be free to play. And hey, could it have been launched alongside this? Hey, now free to play games are free to play on your Xbox. Um, either way, it's good for the consumer. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm still yeah. That almost sounds though. like. Let's oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, I was no. just going to say it sounds like maybe this is two issues that just happened to coincide around the same time. You know, they were already working on making the free-to-play stuff free-to-play uh, because of Halo Infinite, and then it just happened to land at the same time. Right. I can so see it sounds that. like 
Also, Switch doesn't let you play games, I think. No, they do not. <laughs> but no. that's yeah, also Switch, does, bucks Switch will lock year. you the fuck. Yeah. It's true. It's a lot less money. Uh, but no, I was, like I said, I was discussing it last week. I'm still, because it was only for new subscribers. I'm not, just still curious how many people are new to Xbox Gold. I mean, I think any <laughs> in any generational launch, um, your like your Series X, your PlayStation Five, you're gonna get new people in there. Um, I don't know, but even like Gord, he doesn't even own an Xbox, but he has the Game Pass. Same, yeah. For the but PC, I'm not playing that's for, true. Yeah, I'm we're, we're not playing for Xbox Gold though. Yeah, there's there's different With the levels. Game Pass that's included. No, not it? for uh, no. Game Pass PC. We you and Levi, you and I have. Game Pass Ultimate, that includes uh, Xbox Gold. So that See, has I thought PC, when you get Xbox, the PC and version, it was Ultimate. No, Ultimate, you can play everything. Like, I don't have Ultimate, I don't think, but I could get Ultimate for <laughs> PC. And then if I had the, like the phone controller thing, I could play games on my phone that way with the Ultimate version. Then I would be playing for Gold and all that stuff. Huh, well, there you go. Because that would allow me to play like COD and shit with you on my phone. Well, that sounds that just sounds like Stadia with extra steps. That's, I will say, though. That's Wave of Future I will, type stuff, though. I will say, though, that the Xbox stuff, from the little bit that I have gotten to try on it on my phone, it's actually pretty dope. It's not bad. I like how Fat always just chimes in with stuff that... <laughs> <laughs> we have uh we have somebody in chat and his name's the fat man we're not being offensive although i have ultimate best, best thing xbox has made i agree i agree anything that i love i love game pass <laughs> anything to do with game pass i love it it's good for people on a budget for sure that's why i love it yeah <laughs> oh, moving on to um game Biomutant. So Biomutant was announced in 2017 uh, at E3 and was supposed to be out in 2019, but nothing happened. Um, this coming from PC Gamer. Uh, basically, developer Experiment 101 came out of hiding and told everybody, yo, uh, we've been staying quiet to kind of eliminate any bugs, do more QA, um, so when we release a game, it's complete and there's not a huge day one patch. Um, this game is the one it had like a little raccoon with a gun. Is that rocket? <laughs> no, yeah, just... there's like a pig too. Oh, this game? I remember this. Nope. But I think it's like a point and click uh, division game. Not like uh, what's with the aliens? Destiny? No. XCOM? XCOM. Yeah, I think it's like XCOM. An XCOM style game. So. Where's the trailer? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm having. Now you've you've confused me on what this could be. How's it going, Brian? (laughs) Because I thought I knew what it was. That's how even Brian brought up a good point that nobody was able to get an Xbox. So, how are they getting new. Xbox Gold subscribers. Yeah, <laughs> look look at Steve one. up there. Look at that Xbox X holder over there. My Xbox. It, it was. I check daily. <laughs> my favorite part about getting that Xbox from Walmart is when I went to go pick it up. Even the guy at Walmart was like, "I'm shocked you got this." I'm like, "Me too." Yeah, he was probably like, "Damn, I didn't hide all of them." <laughs> and then they didn't even give me a bag or anything, so I'm just walking out of Walmart. <laughs> And Gord, I don't live in the best of neighborhoods. <laughs> Running to my car, hitting unlock on my on my key thing, so I can just throw it in and jump in. Oh, jeez, Levi, this does not look like a, a point and click. This uh, very much looks like um, almost like Legends of Zelda. What? Really? Your, uh, I must be thinking of a different game. A then cute little raccoon. Okay, hold on. Bio, what is it? Bio mutant. Bio mutant. I need to see this. Bio mutant, yeah. This isn't what I thought it was either then. Yeah. Oh yeah, this is a different game than I was thinking of too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about, I think, Levi. The one where there was like a chimpanzee that was helping out this chick and they're on like a spaceship yeah. and there's like this bad pig that's got a bunch of gold around him. Something like that. 
Yes, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what the name of that it's game was. It's called Mutant. Year Zero. Oh. Mut- oh, that's actually a really good game. Is it? I, I pl- yeah, I played it a little bit. It's really fun. Okay. It's so based on the tabletop system. Yeah, that's what the tabletop. Yeah. Um, But that's what was in my mind, which that <laughs> game came out two years ago, three years ago almost. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize this game came out either. <laughs> Levi was wondering why this game that came out two years ago was still working on bugs. I don't understand. Welcome to the Frank Culture Podcast, where your hosts don't know when games come out anymore. To be fair, in course, fairness, yeah, we're all in Vegas, and two of the three are usually very high for most of their their existence. No. <laughs> okay, one of the three. Yeah, you wouldn't even need that excuse. There are so many games coming out constantly <laughs> these days. Who can keep track of any of them? And oh, very much look, look the for same. Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> poor Levi. Moving on to, uh, let's go on to this Activision nonsense. Activision and nonsense in the same sentence? Never. Um. So the headline's a little clickbaity, but Activision refuses to adopt diverse hiring practices across the company and calls uh, proposed hiring policies unworkable. Basically, um, they're trying to get Activision Blizzard to adopt the Rooney Rule, which is a policy uh, requiring that you interview, you know, at least one diverse candidate while you're hiring and they're calling that an unworkable encroachment on its ability to do business. Um, and if you ever want to feel really bad about the human race or the world you live in, you should go check the Reddit comments on a story like this because it is garbage. Oh, I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, mm-hmm. They're, they're basically trying to say that they can't do it. Uh, and their lawyers are trying to get the Securities and Exchange Commission to intervene, letting Activision reject the proposal outright, um, which is pretty crazy. I feel, especially right now, if, again, if this was the in the early birth of video games and developers were so kind of few and far between and programmers and all these different Not in the areas. day and age part. Everything and everyone is getting into this kind of stuff and this totally. kind of technology and this kind of schooling. Yeah. Um, and again, having having people on your team from different ethnicities and different backgrounds, that kind of like really builds out your team and lets you have like something special. And when you're building these games, lets you create some amazing games. So uh, personally, I feel like Activision's just being really stupid. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a company, it's Activision, they make video games, they're so complicated these days, it takes, you know, dozens of teams across the entire planet with staffs of thousands of people to create each one of these big AAA games, and yet somehow this is too complex for them to implement. Yeah, I mean, it makes no sense. Just... It's brain dead, that's what it is, it's not... <laughs> Do they not have project managers? Do they not have HR exactly. staff? Like, where where in the system are you like, nah, we don't need that. Don't do this. Activision's lawyers are arguing that the proposal seeks to micromanage the way the publisher handles its hiring strategies. And kind of what that tells me is that they, uh, there's obviously been some complaints. They uh, have been investigated and someone is finding these complaints to be true or somewhat true where it's like, Hey, you guys need to like expand this boys club mentality and like get some other people in here because it's not going to work. Yeah. Um, They did release uh, some statement in order to ensure that our game stay true to our mission to connect and engage the world through Epic entertainment. We require that all candidates of all backgrounds, ethnicity, I can't talk, genders, races, and sexual orientations are considered for each and every open role. We aggressively recruit diverse candidates so that the workforce provides the inspired creativity required to meet the expectations of our diverse 400 million player, 400 million player across 190 countries. What a, what a statement. 
We remain it, made, it didn't even <laughs> doesn't even answer anything. It's it, literally just, hey, check out how many fucking players we have, guys. Hey, we can't fucking do anything about what you've already want. been doing. This it's it's insane. And then with the what was it last week? Vision, vicious visions, vicarious visions, vicarious visions getting slumped into Blizzard. It's that's a big loss. That's a that's a sad thing to see happen. With with so many of these studios all kind of just being lumped together, why wouldn't we see a Tony Hawk with the Blizzard logo bef- before it at this point? Like, exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it sucks that I was upset that they got pulled into that group. Gord, did you? Uh, are you a Tony Hawk pro skater guy? Weirdly enough, I had to play them uh, professionally for game research. Uh, you may not be aware of this. I'm actually an ex-video game designer. I had to play some I of the Tony see, Hawk games. I did games. a little research, and I know you're also you an author, too. <laughs> I didn't want to put you on blast. I didn't want to... <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, years ago, I did have to play them, and I didn't... like. I'm not really a sports guy, but I found that I really did like the Tony Hawk games. They were a lot of fun. So I, I was in a position where I had to design, like, a little Flash game that was all sports-themed and doing tricks and all that so i played ssx and i played tony hawk and i really liked ssx in particular but tony hawk was pretty cool too <laughs> ssx dude yes <laughs> yeah i wish ssx3 in particular that game is awesome dude <laughs> that game is great all the man if there's tony hawk to and ssx tricky <laughs> breaking down the walls dude yep that's why to do it right there. That's why you need a PlayStation 2. <laughs> that and the Punisher game. The Punisher game was amazing. Uh, we'll get in the last bit of news. Um, all about Valve. This one's fairly interesting. So, again, we're still at PC Gamer. Lawsuit claims Valve is abusing its market dominance to keep prices high. Uh, and it also named some other companies in this lawsuit. Um... Basically, it's the lawsuit is claiming that Valve is using its monopoly on PC gaming marketplaces to force developers to sell their games on all other digital storefronts at the same price as they're offered on Steam. The loss, the suit says that the most favored nations provision in the Steam distribution agreement in which a seller agrees to give a client, in this case Steam, the best term that it makes available anywhere else means that any other storefronts like Epic or Microsoft cannot compete on price and uh, are not basically available to compete at all. And I do, we definitely see that. We see, I mean, two or three times a year, we see a huge Steam sale. Meanwhile, on all these other platforms, they're maintaining the price. Mm-hmm. Tim Sweeney, uh, there was a comment that he made in 2019 that kind of, confirms this uh it was a tweet steam has veto power over prices so if a multi-store developer wishes to sell their game for a lower price on the epic game store than steam then number one valve can simply say no or pricing disparity would likely anchor steam users leading to review bombing etc so uh i'm all for um Competition and this does definitely feel like Valve is strangling these people and kind of keeping them in their spot. <laughs> so if it's not Valve, it's Apple. Yeah, <laughs> or Google. I'm wondering how far back this goes, though. If this is kind of boilerplate legalese that their lawyers inserted into the contracts, and then you know maybe back in the oh. day when Steam wasn't nearly as big and dominant as it is today, and there wasn't really any competition anyway. And now it's just kind of, you know, boiling over to the point. Yeah, yeah. And so now it'll, This, I mean, this is going to get struck down, no question. But, you know, uh, it it was only just a matter of time before this sort of came to light and competition is finally, finally arising. And now it's become an issue for them. So I I do think it's no question that within a year or two, that clause will be gone, if not a lot sooner. Yeah, it's... It's, it's crazy. Uh, I mean, especially since the, like, again, that tweet was from January, 2019 figure. 
at least three years before that. Hey, that's better. Than oh, was that that long toy. ago? Wow. That's when that. Tim so this is brought, this has been a subject then to them for them to bring that up like that on Twitter. Well, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, that's more the business side. I was never really involved in that aspect of the industry, so I, I can only kind of speculate. I do find that crazy, though, that Valve can just be like, no, you can't put that game on sale over there. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. insane to me, that they can just be like, nope, you're not allowed. Yeah. Well, it almost seems like they like they can, but it, it still has to be either a lower price or the same price as what's going on on Steam. That's what I mean. Like, that's insane. Like, they can't just be like, oh, well, we're going to work with Epic to make... Fuck, I don't know, some random game, 20 bucks over there, even though it's 40 bucks on Steam. Which is wild because I don't think there's that on Xbox and PlayStation. And I only say that because when I used to write those deal articles, uh, PlayStation would have a deal on a game, but it wasn't for sale on Xbox. So, I mean, that could be console specific, but. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that could be more. Yeah. But. Why would I mean there's how very many few people don't own one? Like usually people own both. So own I, both what? Consoles? Consoles, yeah. I have never in my life owned two current gen consoles from Really? Never. I've never you had that kind of thing. That's also that's also why I've I've only had PlayStations is because I always only had the money to buy one and I just stuck with it. I was like, I'm never gonna have you know what I mean? Coming There's from other... the guy that don't you currently have a well, I mean it's not current gen, but you have a PC, a Switch, and a PlayStation Four. Yeah, my PlayStation Four is release. Yeah, huh? But and my I Switch was bought secondhand. I just maybe I was out of that loop because I've always had like the Super Nintendo, the Sega. No, so I had whatever. Going, that's like, remember when you guys were like, oh, you never played Tony Hawk on the PlayStation? Yeah, because I only had the money for the Nintendo 64 as a child. First off, that it, that's because that's a bad version of the game. It's still amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that tells that just tells you how good Tony Hawk Pro Skater is. <laughs> but um, like you said, though, Levi, I, I think that's more of a console thing where they can work with one or the other while on, on PC. There's very few games that are tied to a launcher while steam can have launcher a yeah launcher specific games unless it's like like an activision game like overwatch you need the blizzard launcher to play overwatch and stuff like that like how i have to every time i log in to play valorant i have to fire up the Riot yes. games or whatever it is also i do not like that launcher uh interesting fact so epic games are uh started in December of 2018 and that tweet was from January 2019 so just a month later so there had to like there was definitely something in in the contracts that these companies were signing before that um yeah and oddly that's, enough that's this nuts. the the lawsuit names Ubisoft uh CD Project Devolver and a couple of other indie studios as co-defendants but nobody can really understand why uh, in a statement from Devolver, I have it on very good authority that everyone at Devolver enrolled in law school today, so no one can answer this question until at least the first <laughs> semester is over. <laughs> I love Devolver, dude. They're got they probably my favorite developer. Devolver's great. I love those guys. Yep. Oh, he's looking at something. Look at him. Oh, April is to me. Um. <laughs> Stackhouse, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram under Lumberjack Stacks. So professional. Levi, what about you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as Frankenboozy, and, and then on uh, the Frankenculture <laughs> live streaming channels, uh, Twitch, YouTube, and uh, Facebook Gaming. Gord, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time and coming on the show. Plug all your stuff. That was man. a real blast. I'm Oh, I'm geez. very well, happy you could deal with uh, the tomfoolery that we do around here. <laughs> oh, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was, uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me here. You can find me over on Twitch at Gord McLeod, and you can find me on Twitter at Gord McLeod TTV. And uh, yeah, those are the main ones. Anywhere else will be linked from those. Awesome, man. For Levi Forstackhouse, this has been the Frank and Culture Podcast. Thanks. Bye. <clears throat>
Oh, we got away from all three this time. Perfect. That was good. Yeah, usually we all hang around and bullshit, but I think we all have things.